listening to The Bossy Type, your unconventional how-to for building a bold business or personal brand through the power of words and sometimes other creative stuff. I'm Elise, director and head writer of Bossy Copywriting, home of bold clients, funny writers and the occasional swear word. You can also find me behind the desk at Bossy Copy College, a tone of voice and creative copy course that helps new businesses launch with a bang. Every week, I'll be sharing my bite-sized wisdom and quizzing creative experts on exactly how to build a big, bold brand. So make a margarita and join me for The Bossy Type, where we make words and brands our bitch. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 48 of The Bossy Type. I have a question for you. When I say the word sales, what comes to mind? Is it a real estate agent with really greasy hair? (laughs) Or maybe it is a slimy second car salesman trying to sell you a lemon, or maybe it is a corporate office with gray cubicles and suits everywhere. Most of us associate sales with the corporate world. We also associate it with tricks, deceit, and lies. Probably because although we might have our own businesses or side hustles and we literally need to sell to people so our businesses survive and we can put food on our table, we are also consumers in our own right. Just like everyone else, we are exposed to thousands of marketing messages every day. We have to decipher what is worth our money and what is not worth our money. And we generally fork out to buy something every day or every week, whether that is your daily coffee or your lunch because you forgot yours, or it's a much larger purchase that you need to think about first. All of these purchases mean that we've gotten pretty good at detecting bullshit And between the rug store that's closing down and the millions of coaches on Instagram, there is a lot of it floating around. It is really tricky to kind of like sift through it as a consumer, but how do you navigate it if you are on the other side as a business owner? Like I said, you rely on sales to get by. There's really no avoiding it. Your business literally wouldn't exist without sales. The other side of the coin is that as a business owner, whether you like it or not, you are responsible for sales. It is your job. They say that your biggest role as a business owner should be sales. And I couldn't agree more, but it is tricky, especially if it doesn't come naturally to you. So how do you ensure that you are constantly selling your services? You are serving your dream clients and customers without being a total sleaze and succumbing to the millions of marketing tricks that many people use. So I'm going to dive into a few tips that will hopefully help you out. Tip number one is loosen your language. It goes without saying that sleazy sales copy is not going to get your dream customer to add to cart, but that is not the only thing that'll turn them off. When communicating with your dream audience, whether it is via your product descriptions or even in response to an email inquiry, it is super duper important to be human. This is not only going to help you connect with them, but it is actually going to help you sell more products and services. So speak to them like a real person with conversational, down-to-earth, relaxed language. It really does show that you are confident in your business, your product or service, and it feels genuine because it actually is genuine because it is the real you. When you are stiff and professional, because a lot of us are trapped in that mindset 
or we're taught to write like that and it's a really hard habit to break, it can kind of come off aloof or unapproachable. And contrary to popular belief, this isn't always what our customers and clients want to be reading or what they're going to respond to. If you look at yourself as an example, most of us want someone that speaks like a human and is conversational in their approach. So put simply, the aim here when you are writing any copy within your brand is to break the ice in an email, bond with them through your copy and basically just get them to fall in love with you or your business so they want to be a part of it. And the best way to do this is to be yourself. Tip number two is to show some understanding. So as consumers, we tend to need a little bit of help. We might find a product or service and we think it's amazing, but on a psychological level, we want to know how is it going to actually positively affect my life. So a good way to do this is to weave in their pain points, their frustrations, their dreams, and the desires. So this could be things like saving time, gaining freedom, making more money, or it might be something a little bit more specific to your industry or your product or service. In fact, the more specific it is, the better. The key here is to make sure that these pain points, frustrations, dreams, and desires are authentic. We want to show our customers and clients that we understand them, where they're at in their life and what they need help with. So a great example of this is when I researched very heavily for Bossy Copy College. I reached out to about 15 different business owners that I felt were my dream students and I asked them honest questions about their pain points, their frustrations, their dreams, and their desires. I literally recorded all of the intel that they gave me, and then I went and built the course around it to make sure that I was answering everything that they needed help with, and I was helping them to achieve their dreams and desires as well. That way, I know that when I'm writing copy for Bossy Copy College, whether it is for a sales page or an email, and I'm weaving that information into my copy, I know that I'm not doing it because it is a marketing tactic. It is honest information. It is authentic and it's come straight from the business owner's mouth. So I would recommend going as far as this and researching your ideal students, clients, or customers. Speak with them, find out what their pain points are, what keeps them up at night, or what they're really looking for in this product or service. The bonus is that's going to make it easier for you to write your copy because you've kind of got a platform to start with. You can look at those pain points, frustrations, dreams, and desires, and really craft your copy around them while you're showing understanding and you're demonstrating how your product or service is going to help. My third tip is to create high value content. We all know that it is fun to create content for Instagram or maybe it is totally not fun for you, but we also need to remember that it is a platform that we don't own. If it disappears tomorrow, all of our followers are going to go with it. So it is our job to convert those followers to customers or at least email subscribers as quick as we possibly can and convince them to come off the Instagram platform. It actually doesn't really mean shit if those followers aren't converting to customers and clients in one way or another because you're trying to run a business. So if we're just focusing on getting followers, it's vanity metrics. It's not actually equating to any sales. 
The way I do this is through high value content. This is not only the content that gets me the most engagement, but it is the content that earns me the most clients. And I think it's because it shows off our style and what we're capable of. It shows that Bossy has fun with its projects, but it also shows that we know what we're talking about when it comes to brand building and copy. So there's a bit of a credibility element in there as well. As a result, we get so many inquiries and clients that specifically mention they found us through Instagram or they really loved a post that we did on Instagram. So have a think about what your own version of this is and schedule it in maybe say once a week. My fourth tip is to focus on your own brand, shocker. So this is obviously a huge one for me because when you have great branding, a strong brand, a killer tone of voice and really clever copy that speaks directly to your dream audience, you'll naturally attract the right people who will not only want to be a part of your circle, but they're probably going to be about a hundred times more likely to invest with you. So rather than simply focusing on your services and what you can do for your customers, use a little bit of that energy towards how your own brand looks, feels, and speaks. If you don't work on this, your dream audience are probably not even going to be able to find you, let alone feel so connected to you that they want to reach out or drop their dollars on you. Which brings me to my next point. Tip number five, talk about yourself. I can't stress this enough. We are always told to make everything about our customer, not ourselves. And it really bugs me because I truly believe we need to talk about ourselves more in our copy. It is not just about how our customer's life is going to improve. That's all well and good. And there's definitely a place for that. And it should be spoken about in your copy. But at the end of the day, there are likely a thousand other businesses that can offer the same results as you can. By focusing on ourselves, even just a little bit, this is going to highlight our points of difference and what we can bring to the table that our competitors can't. A really common example of this that I see all the time is wedding photographers. So A lot of wedding photographers often say that they don't want to make it about them. It is about their couple because it's their day. They want to highlight how smooth their day can be, how seamless their day can be, how fun their day can be. But usually most wedding photographers are talking about the same stuff. So we need to figure out what our special source is. And usually that is hidden within their own personality or their own unique approach. That is why it is so important to figure out your niche, your special source, your points of difference, your unique process, or even your own personality traits. So you know what you can show off to your customer that's going to be different from your competitors. That is what is going to speak to them, resonate with them, and make them feel like they've found the one. In other words, you're going to stand out in a very crowded space of people that are saying the exact same thing. You're going to have something a little bit different that is going to draw your customer in. So I'm going to be diving into this topic a whole lot more and how you can use your own personality to create a really epic, unique brand voice and content in my masterclass that's coming up in a couple of weeks on Thursday, the 8th of December. So make sure you register for that if it's something that you're interested in. The link will be in the show notes. And even if you can't make it on Thursday, the 8th of December, register anyway and I will send you the replay. My next tip is to use psychology but be authentic. There are so many sales tactics and types of language that we can use in our copy to encourage people to buy, but often this can feel a little bit sleazy and dishonest. It's not something that I love to do. 
I am definitely a creative copywriter as we all are at Bossy. So we are super focused on catching our dream audience's attention with creativity, being confident in our approach and connecting with people on a deeper level so that they know that we are the people for them and we help our clients do this as well. But these psychology tools can be used if they're true and they're completely authentic. So this is things like scarcity and urgency. And if you're not familiar with either of these, scarcity is basically letting your customers know that there might only be a limited amount of spots or seats, for example. Whereas urgency is kind of telling them to hurry up. Maybe it's an offer that's only going to be open for the next couple of days or a few hours. So it's really kind of putting in their head that sense of scarcity that they might miss out or that sense of urgency that they need to hurry up and make a decision. So although we don't always want to rely on these tools, they can encourage people to make that decision rather than sitting on it for too long and missing out. So you can definitely use them in your copy, but it's really, really important to make sure you're being authentic and you're not being dishonest. And my very last tip is throw in some little treats. This is a bit of a bonus idea because people love their goodies and freebies. And if you really want to book more services, this is a tempting way to kind of push them over the line. This doesn't always mean discounting services because this can often cheapen our brand or maybe we just can't afford to do that. It could mean just adding more value. So as an example, at Bossy, we have a bunch of retainer options, which means that we can write our clients copy ongoing every single week so they don't need to worry about it. And for those clients that commit to us for six or 12 months, we have a whole bunch of goodies. And obviously the longer they commit, the more treats they get. So this might be things like extra hours, access to courses, team workshops, Anything that we feel is going to add value or make their life easier, but it doesn't necessarily have to be financial. All of the goodies that we're adding are also teaching them lifelong skills behind brand building and copy. So it's a different way of approaching value. That doesn't mean we have to discount our services and it's providing value in a completely different way that doesn't have anything to do with money. There are obviously so many ways that you can sell or serve your dream audience without being sleazy, dishonest, or cheap. So I'm going to wrap it up one more time. Tip number one is that you can loosen your language, make yourself seem a little bit more human and conversational. Tip number two, show some understanding by weaving in those pain points, frustrations, dreams, and desires, but make sure you do your research and actually speak to the right people to figure out what they are so you're being completely authentic. Tip number three is to create high value content so we can start convincing our followers to step off Instagram and into our email list or convert into customers. Tip number four is to focus on your own brand. So organize that really killer tone of voice, have super strong branding. That is what is going to attract the right people so they feel like they've found the one. Tip number five is to talk about yourself. Stop listening to all of that advice that says it should be all about your customer. It is also about you because that is what is different to everyone in your space. It's going to help your niche shine. It's going to help you promote your special source and really let your personality come out as well. 
Tip number six is use psychology, but be authentic. So this could be strategies like scarcity and urgency, but don't do it if you're just doing it to drive up sales. We want to make sure that we're being honest and authentic at all times. And lastly, tip number seven is throw in some little treats. People love goodies and freebies, but it doesn't necessarily have to be financial. Think about what other value you can provide that is going to last much longer than even your service. Don't forget I am running this masterclass in a couple of weeks. This is obviously a huge topic and it's a question that I get asked all the time, how I can sell to people without being a sleaze. So it is a huge part of the masterclass in a couple of weeks. It's going down on Thursday, the 8th of December, 10 a.m. daylight savings time, but you need to register to either attend live or to catch the replay. So hit the link in the show notes to save your seat and I will see you all there. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Bossy Type. If you haven't already, tap the subscribe button for new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you got something out of this episode, I'd love it if you could rate, review, share on Instagram, text your friends, tell the whole world, all the things. In the meantime, come hang out with me on Instagram at bossy.copywriting or at Elise Elise, spelt A-L-Y-C-E. Bye.